0: A place. A place. the will to persevere is often the difference between failure and success by david sonoff ラジオ<音楽> Who you are makes the world a better place エピソード63回目を配信いたします 皆さんこんにちはナビゲーターのさゆりです 63回目の今回 で、キムさん、インタビューラストと働く 1人 木村さん 7。キム I heard you were always interested in science since you were young, and I feel you were so fortunate to be able to find your passion and pursue your true purpose for your career. As a parent myself, and for many listeners who have children, would you share what your parents used to do for you to find your passion and follow your dreams?
1: Yes, absolutely. So I was very fortunate to grow up in uh, Berkeley, California, which is a multicultural environment. Both my mm. parents were immigrants. My mom was right. from Denmark. My dad was from Italy. Okay. Um, and so it's a very vibrant, um, mm-hmm. you know, environment with a lot of, a lot of resources to mm-hmm. learn about science and technology. And in my case, I was lucky because we lived not too far away from a place called the Lawrence Hall of Science. It was mm-hmm. a science, it is a science museum Mm -hmm. where children, and adults, but it's mainly aimed at children, can go to learn about all sorts of different science and technology. And there was a computer in the basement that was running a program called ELIZA. Mm -hmm. And as a 10 or 11-year-old kid, I would spend hours on this computer. And Eliza was like a psychotherapist, and it was actually an AI program that had been created in the 1960s to demonstrate natural language processing, to demonstrate how computers could be used to converse with human beings and to emulate human beings. It was a very early AI experiment. And that sparked my fascination in computers Mm. and in AI. Because I was very interested in how a, how a computer could act like a psychotherapist, but also in a very in a very limited you know finding the limitations mm-hmm. um, and like Eliza would often get into sort of circular conversations and right and it was just to me, fascinating to understand that intersection Mm -hmm. between, you know, human behavior and thought and computers. So as a very young child, I was exposed to these kinds of, um, these ideas as from a very early age, I was fascinated by science and technology. And my parents were encouraging me to pursue that passion as well as art and dance. And so the, you know sort of the freedom to mm. discover a wide variety of, of mm. um, types of knowledge and skills and mm. you know just try different things I loved art I loved painting and sculpture wow. and then I started dance and so I think having all of these different experiences mm. really helped helped me find you know Ultimately, sort of the career that I right. ended up focusing on, because mm-hmm. I was I was able to um, to use this not only the knowledge and skills I developed, but also mm-hmm. the to develop the passion about right. these areas like AI, for example, which is mm-hmm. now something I'm working on again. You know, mm-hmm. after all those years ago, discovering it as a very small. Mm-hmm
0: child. Yes, actually steam, STEM, How do you say that? Yeah. That includes art as well, right? exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 科学 1960年代に開発されたaiとしてとのように人間と会話かてきるかということをイライサて体験することかてきていたんてす 10歳とか 歳とかアートや So, do you have any advice on parenting or education for Japanese
1: listeners? help help young people help children find what Mm -hmm. they you know what they're excited about doing expose them to a whole wide range of activities and opportunities Um, experiment, make mistakes, and don't be too overly prescriptive. Don't try to prescribe what their path should be, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Oftentimes parents are very understandably concerned about making sure their children get into the right school and study uh-huh. those, you know, subjects and right. get A's, you know, and the best grades and so forth. Um, but if if uh, I think if children are too programmed and too restricted about what they do yeah. and they feel the pressure from the parents to follow a particular path, mm-hmm. that can often extinguish a, a spark of, of creativity or excitement or a passion that, that they would have otherwise developed if they'd been able to experiment and try lots of different things.
0: Mm-hmm. そして というお答えでしたので、次に9。So number um, nine, what kind of skills do you think our children need to nurture to be able to fit our rapidly changing globalized world? I, I feel like this is the opposite. (laughs) questions (laughs) to what you have said but um, especially technology skills we need to encourage children to uh, master so um, what what do you think um, especially technology skills from this year to around 2030 or 2040 um, where my and my listeners children will be the main workforce yes Mm -hmm.
1: So, it's actually, when I think about this, uh, it's quite consistent with what we were just talking about, which is enabling mm-hmm. children to try lots of different things and mm-hmm. not being be prescriptive. because mm-hmm. the, increasingly, the skills of the future will require the ability to synthesize ideas and knowledge from different disciplines. Right. So, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Um, the future of genetic engineering. Mm-hmm. Um That requires an understanding of genetics and biology, but also philosophy, public policy, Mm. uh, even the law, you know, the legal side of things. So that's an example of a new uh, industry that is Mm. emerging that requires not just knowledge about genetics, but also the the leaders in that industry will need to be able to synthesize all of these different considerations when we're trying to figure out just how how far can this and should this technology go? AI is another example, artificial Mm -hmm. intelligence. Mm -hmm. Um, Incredible, incredibly powerful technology and we have an opportunity to guide it. And and the children who are growing up now and will be in college soon, Mm -hmm. you know, in the next decade or so, they will be the ones who will, you know, be emerging Mm-hmm. Um, leading the decisions about the future of AI, right. you know, for humanity. So we're sort of at this moment where the, the young people who are coming out of school need to have skills that are not just the narrow mm-hmm. discipline of a particular technology or science, but right. a synthesis of different ideas. The other thing I will say is that skills like critical thinking, Yes, yes. System level thinking, the idea, the understanding that there Mm -hmm. are interconnections between different systems, Mm -hmm. um, listening and collaborative skills, so emotional intelligence, Mm -hmm. and the ability to be self-directed, which is uh, another take initiative, which is another Mm -hmm. reason why parents shouldn't try too hard to program their kids Mm because then their their kids don't learn to figure stuff out for themselves.
0: Right, right. Mm
1: Those know. are the kinds of skills mm-hmm. I, I think that are essential. And I worry that we're not teaching them in school enough, you know, and I, I think know. about the school system here mm-hmm. as well. Oh, there yeah. as well. As well. In your yeah. How about yep. Silicon Valley? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some very progressive schools that, mm-hmm. that are doing this, but it takes time for mm-hmm. curriculum to change, you know, for for the structure that exists to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are a lot of people that are working on doing that but yes. the speed of technological innovation right. mm-hmm. is much faster than I the know way it. you know, or, or sort of public school systems change yes, so, yes, yes. I truly yeah. really understand
0: that's what I'm trying to change here in Japan but it takes mm. time to it's change that. people's mindset yes, yeah, very mine as well So mm-hmm. all of us, yeah この質問の答えもやっぱり先ほどの答えと同じなんです子供たちに様々な体験をさせてあげること、大人が道をこのように新しいこれからから自制シリコンテクノロジーダフド 10 Okay. Um, question number ten: What is your next mission, and what difference would you like to make for the next few decades? Is it a big yes. question for you or wow. a... <laughs> That's a big
1: question? Well, one of the things I'm quite passionate about is is um, this area of human empowered AI. Um, yes, yes. The next. The next wave of AI and mm-hmm. artificial intelligence has is, is so powerful and we're at a moment right now where we can really decide where it's going mm-hmm. and again my first interaction with AI was as a young child and then my next experience was actually in my first job in Silicon Valley which was mm-hmm. at the first AI company to go public. And that was the first era of AI, which was focused on what were called expert systems, mm-hmm. where we were essentially encoding human knowledge into automated systems that, for for example, to run a factory floor mm-hmm. or to guide, uh, you know, an aircraft, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera. That was the first wave of AI that, you know, was very powerful for its time, but did not, was not able to scale because the computing resources were not, able to you know handle the 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 requirements of these AI systems Mm -hmm. so they were too expensive and you know it was too early then the next wave the second wave of commercial AI which is what we've been focused on for the last decade or so has really been powered by computational you know the ability for scale, computational scale, and also massive amounts of data that have been generated by the internet and mm-hmm. using all of these different services mm-hmm. and applications. And that's, that's very powerful for certain kinds of problems, like, for example, um, speech recognition, image detection, um, fraud detection, and so forth. But there are other kinds of problems that we can't solve mm-hmm. by synthesizing existing data that we can't solve by you know doing a statistical analysis of existing historical data those the kinds of problems we can't solve that way involve human imagination and creativity Mm -hmm. and that's where i think the next wave the third wave of commercial ai needs to go which is where this is a combination of human and machine intelligence where Mm -hmm. where we are able to achieve more than either humans alone or machines alone can Mm -hmm. achieve and that's that's something that i'm involved in with my current company crowdsmart right we use human collective intelligence mm-hmm. and so we synthesize human conversation and debate mm-hmm. and we turn that into using ai computational knowledge and, and predictions wow. that that un- unleashes a whole range of new ways of solving problems complex problems like you know climate change yes. um, drug discovery okay. even policy and politics, you know, there's a very wide range of problems you can solve when you combine human and computational knowledge. So that's something I'm very passionate about and that I'm working on and that I'd like to, you know, continue to pursue because this is, we're just the very beginning of how far this will go in in coming years and decades. And then I'd say the other thing that I'm, not just one other thing, but another thing I'm very Passionate about and it relates to this is mm-hmm. expanding access to capital to to uh, resources and skills for people um, you know organizations and, and regions that otherwise don't have access to those resources. I think about yes. for example, yes, we have Silicon Valley, we have a few places in the world mm-hmm. uh, where technology and innovation happens, and and, and yet mm-hmm. there's so many other places where it could happen, yes. um, and so. I I want I'm very passionate about helping allocate, helping scale systems that allocate resources so that mm-hmm. we can develop more talent and also more economic growth mm-hmm. uh, and mobility in other areas of, of the country and the world, mm-hmm. and also up you know lift up people, enable mm-hmm. people of all ages to develop new skills and to become entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and to to innovate and solve problems. Mm-hmm. There's so much capacity that we yes. human beings have. Yes, and I believe that too. Yes.
0: yes. Uh-huh.
1: That so, makes me cry, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: because yeah. I, I'm hearing um, from a lot of people that they have passion, ideas, but they just don't know how to start and right. how to scale
1: their ideas. So That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And there are a lot of different approaches to that. And, mm-hmm. you know, Part of what I'm doing in the area of Human Empowered AI is one approach that can help with that. And there are policy uh, right. approaches, you know, and so I'm also quite involved in several organizations that work with right. politicians to develop policies that create economic opportunity and educational opportunities yes. um, in other places all over the country and again, you know, all over the world. So. That's the second area. And then the third is entrepreneurship, education, and skills to young people, which is why I'm teaching at Berkeley. Um, and not just young people, also people who are mid-career, people who are maybe okay. starting over, you know, because wow. jobs are changing so quickly now. Sometimes uh-huh, no. you need to start over. And and um, in fact, some of the most successful entrepreneurs are in their 50s and 60s. That's but great. You need the, you need the access to capital. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are skills everyone can learn, and there's no reason why we can't expand that kind of education.
0: I was Human empowered AI. The next AI AI そして第2 人間この 2つのコンビネーション そして政策とそしてそういったリソースをきちんと日本で AIはもちろんのこと制作そして教育などの分野でアプローチしていくことができます。特に企業 Human Empowered AI 50回目から つい改めて私たち Last, zubari, Thank you very much, Kim I'm very pleased to know that uh, even uh, senior people even six Ah, uh, <laughs> That's great
1: Of course <laughs> <laughs> Let me add one more small question or well, yep. simple question but uh, the world has been divided into two parts two parties Upper class
0: or lower class or rich and poor, and the technology, especially AI, I believe it could help change this division. So, how do you think these technologies could change the world better? I don't think this is just a matter of the former president of the U.S. It's a general movement.
1: Right,
0: right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's it's I, it is a really good question.
1: Technology And there's sort of two things that I think of immediately. One is the the uh, the wide Divisions of opinions about mm-hmm. issues, mm-hmm. and the disagreement, and the um, the anger and frustration mm-hmm. people have, mm-hmm. uh, and the increasing silo um, that people often find themselves in—an echo chamber that's mm-hmm. often driven by these you know these algorithms in mm-hmm. social media that, that sort of confirm uh, ideas and even radicalize people in all d- different directions. So that's one challenge. And the other is, as you just mentioned, the economic divide and rich and the poor. And so th- this is, you know, obviously these are two massive mm-hmm. challenges, mm-hmm. but I do believe that technology can be used to address both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, in the case of the economic gap, uh, it's very very, very central to solving that is the skills. Um, the giving people the skills and the knowledge to learn the jobs in the 21st century, to bootstrap a new business, and to figure out how to take advantage of, of what you know the amazing in, uh, resources the internet has, for example, to start a business and to scale a business, even if you're just one person in your living room. But if you don't have even the knowledge, about the basic skills and the tools to do that, then you don't know where to start. And this is an example of something that's, that's not at all difficult to help teach people and expose people to, to new skills, job training. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Again, it could be me- mid-career, it could be young people, but we need to do a better job of using education, using technology mm-hmm. to, to scale skills learning. Um, there are all sorts of resources online but we need to take that to the next level and really invest in 21st century skills for young people as well as people who are you know throughout their careers so that's one thought Mm -hmm. Um, there's often talk lately about the universal basic income the idea of you know people at least in the US here this is this idea of people being paid um, sort of a, cert- a certain sum every month or uh, once a year because their skills are outdated and now they can't get skills anymore because everything's being automated. I, you know, I, I think that's an interesting idea, but I, I refuse to accept that people, that we can't retrain and reskill and and help, you know, help everyone learn new skills to be entrepreneurs, to start businesses, to, to join companies uh, using both their experience but also new skills that they can bring so that's one point point. and then on the other the other th- side of it is this disagreement differences of opinions very big political divides um, and that has in part been exacerbated by technology and by social media and by echo chambers and that we talked about and the algorithms that drive that and that's where I think we as an industry the technology industry needs to take responsibility and ownership of how how we are guiding the products we develop and what the incentives are for the leaders at these companies the incentives generally are about you know the number of users the profits the growth of the company the competitive advantage in the industry but I think now we need to start holding leaders of companies of all sizes accountable to the impact of the technology that they're they are creating. And this is uh, an area often people call it ESG, environmental, social, and governance, um, ways of assessing a company's performance that's not just based on shareholder returns or profits, but also based on the impact, positive or negative, to society.
0: キムさんはさんもうキムさんごこれテクノロジーを活用して起業したり、新しい時代のためのスキルを身につけるということは難しいことではないので、そのアイデアに賛同することはできません。無料のオンラインソースもありますが、私たちはそれをさらにもっと多くの人に届ける努力をしなくてはならないなと考えています。そしてもう一つのアルゴリズムについては、I.T.の会社が開発したサービスや製品がきちんとユーザーのためになるという責任を持ってシステムを作ることが重要なんですが。そのリーダーたちの会社のミッションではなく いい、100% percent という適度 Education is very important. Exactly.
1: Yes. Education is 100%. And that's why we need to reform uh, education in a radical way, you know, and do it quickly. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank, thank you so much for well, the great question and also for introducing us, <laughs> um, making this possible today.
0: Kim-san, thank you so much for your wisdom. 100% 賛同ですと今回 3つのエピソード 人 1人 ウェブページはグローバル育児。スペルは G L O B A L I K U J I で検索して是非フォロー to hear from you All right. Thank you for listening. And enjoy your life. Till next time. Bye bye. Who you are makes the world a better place. A better place. A better place.